We are being hypnotized by people like this. News readers, politicians, teachers, lecturers. We are in a country and in a world that is being run by unbelievably sick people. The chasm between what we're told is going on and what is really going on is absolutely... Oh yeah, dude. There's some Nephilim shit. It's like we all know what's going down, but no one's saying to what happened to the home of the brave. Motherfuckers taking coolness now, and no one's talking about it, man. It's not a big slave. And everybody's just walking around, heading the clouds, and won't awake until we're dead in the grave. But then it's too late, we need to be ready to raise up. Welcome to the end of day. Everybody is slaves, only some are aware that the government releasing poison. Welcome back to Nephilim Death Squad. I am David Lee Corbo, a.k.a. The Raven. That's Top Lobster. And today we are joined by Dave of the very popular page on Twitter, Isaac's Army. Dave, please uh, tell everybody a little bit about what it is you focus on on that page and also where they can find any of your other work. Cool. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. Um, This is really cool. Um... Yeah, I run the page of Return to Cappy, Isaac's Army. Um, it's kind of like a big fuck you to Hollywood and uh, and the culture that they're pushing on us. We all know they murdered Isaac, so I just wanted to keep that that whole, what he's kind of started alive, that whole thing going. Um, so that's kind of what we focus on is the culture war, um, all the bullshit that they push on us, all these stupid celebrities and athletes. Um so that's pretty much what that page is about. Um, I have some other stuff going on where we're interviewing a lot of people. I'm trying to um, talk to some very interesting guests. Um, Sunday, we have uh, Megan Walsh coming on. She's the uh, daughter of John Walsh. I don't know if you're f- familiar with America's Most Wanted. Yeah, yeah. But apparently that's a bad dude, and she's going to tell us all about him. And that's her father. Wait, that's that's her father. Wait, is, as in he's like a like a not good guy, and she's going to yeah. narc on her dad. Fuck yeah, let's go yeah. narc on your dad. Wow. So yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a t-shirt. Narc yeah. on your dad. Narc <laughs> on your dad, bro. That's fucking great. I, one of the reasons I love your page, dude, because um, I love the idea, like you said, of like keeping Isaac Cappy alive or the spirit of Cappy. Um, and he's one of the most intriguing stories, dude, when it comes to all of this sort of, especially what was going on at the height of, I want to say like 2018, 2019, uh, with all of the sort of breadcrumbs that were being left regarding uh, essentially pedophilia and child sacrifice within Hollywood and how there is this massive body of, Satanist or Luciferianist within Hollywood and within the political elite. And my, my knowledge of, and I don't know about you top, if you know much about Cappy, but like, I'll give you a, a, a thousand foot overview. And then Dave, if you don't mind, I, I'd like you to take it away. But it's like with Isaac, he was, uh, he was in things like guardians of the galaxy, I believe. Is that true? I'm not quite sure about that. I could, so yeah, thank God uh, I'm the one who's just given the thousand foot overview. Uh, but he's an actor. Who, I like how Dave's like, I'll take it from here, and he's just like the first thing he lays down is just fuck, like, dude's like, I don't think that that's fucking true, dude. Well, no, I'm that pretty could sure. be. That very well could be. <laughs> no, we're gonna go with no. It's absolute bullshit. Yes. 
No, he was an actor in like, uh, by no means am I like an Isaac Cappy biography, like expert. Um, I just saw like what he was doing and it opened my eyes and I was like, holy shit. Like I loved how he would just like drop names and like go research it yourself. That was my thing. And like, cause I'm, I'm a skeptic, right? So if I go and research it myself and I see it and I, and I, and I put the dots together for myself, then I'm like, holy fuck, this is real. Um, right. so that, that's what really got me into Cappy. And he was like hilarious the way he like dropped shit. So that yeah, was, he like, was almost like a, a, he was almost like trolling them in a way. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, exactly. dude, I remember You're his videos constantly. So it's like, fuck you. Let's troll <laughs> them back. That's right. Return the favor. Like, yes. Yes. Exactly. He, uh, one of the main dudes that he was focused on was Tom Hanks. I'm pretty sure. Or he yeah. was like, going hard in the paint at Tom Hanks and at the height of QAnon, Tom Hanks was one of the most, what, what would be a word to describe like his affiliation with the story? Cause there was a story unfolding prolific. in 2019 pro yeah. Prolific. Yes. Great. One of the most prolific uh, characters associated with this whole Epstein's Island and all the things that were unfolding just before we got hit with a worldwide pandemic that suddenly shifted uh, the general public's attention because i do think we were hitting a sort of point of mid critical mass we're like you know what eyes so crazy, on the situation so crazy about the the fucking tom hanks thing because as you're saying it i'm remembering how mad i was at tom hanks years ago and how now i couldn't give a fuck because it's so much stuff happens every single day we're getting hit where you just mentioned tom hanks i'm like that dude's a fucking satanist pedophile like i remember all that stuff and yeah. now it's just like I don't know. We got Jew tunnels. We've got like the Jew tunnels. Dude, like it's never ending. How about they just collapsed just now? Did you see yeah, exactly. that? <laughs> Brooklyn, babe, that's what happened. That's why you, that's why you can't make the tunnels. It's not because they don't want you sacrificing children in the tunnels. It's because yeah. of the, the structural issues that come along with just hollowing out the ground Wait, beneath buildings. Steve, you saw, you saw that video, right? Of uh, some kind of interview. Did, did you see that Dave? The other Dave? Wait, which Dave? This is weird. Both Dave's. Unbelievable. I did. I did see the video. Um, is that a podcast? 9-11 is gay. Is that a podcast? It's a great podcast. Um, I had never yeah. heard of it. It was fantastic. But yeah, they're interviewing this like <laughs> Jewish character who's just like, yeah, we go in, into the tunnels underneath them. We uh, sometimes we take dead bodies and Why? We, no, you have to send me this. You got to DM. Yeah, me this. we lay the we bodies it's six, it's minutes, six long, minutes long, but it's like but if you cut to like the the okay, maybe the five it, minute mark. Yeah, it's I'm like, I, I've I kind of struggle. I'm like, should I clip this? I had a busy day today, but I'm like, this shit is just so bizarre. I did not I have I time for the Jew tunnels. <laughs> Let's see if we could fucking bring this shit up because just That's just essentially him saying that. Oh, the the mattresses. Yeah, yeah, that's that's blood. Um. Bro. We do that. We do that kind of thing. And it's like, dude, I I, I saw it and I reposted he, it and I said, you should say that, that it was, was blood. He, was he one from like that, that group? He seemed to know what was up and he wasn't saying it in a way of like, I'm a dissenter and he's I know what they're up the, to. He's like, yeah, bitch, this is what we fucking do. I don't know. Pull, Here, pull it to like the five minute mark at least or the 430. Well, I mean, you got to watch the beginning to understand what type of show this is because it looks like a okay. fucking, it looks like whatever. But then, 
then it's like conspiracy or something. So there's before we wrap up, I don't want to hold you over too long. There was one more viral image going around, and this is the one everyone's been talking. 9/11 is gay. Is this Dirk <laughs> Fuck yeah. Screen. He's wearing a shirt that says "True Jew." That was pulled out of the tunnel, being carried by members of the synagogue. So there's a lot of crazy conspiracy theories. I don't want to go down any tasteless rabbit holes. But David, if you Rabbi could holes. explain why was there a mattress in the tunnels and what is the stain? A lot of folks are wondering, is this stain feces? No, no, it's not feces. What the is stain it? is blood. And basically, oh, we, right, do, well. we did rituals. I said that before. There were some rituals that, that we, uh, go, we do in the tunnels. Jesus and sometimes Christ. the rituals might involve uh, uh, someone who recently died. And we'll bring him down there. And we're trying to do a ritual to bring back the, the Messiah. Which is a no big deal. Let me deal. just say his explanation. He's got adrenochrome on his fucking. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like the adrenochrome. I don't know if this is parody, but I'm like. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> no, dude, he seems fucking dead serious. He's just like sometimes well, I mean, he's we, an old we do Jew. a little ritual. It's, it's hard to read an old Jew, you know. Well, he is. The other two people look like kind of like serious, but like they look disturbed. Like they didn't think that they were going to hear this. Remember the I chick from know. Ridiculousness? Um, whatever her name was, fucking the the chick that was always there with Rob Deerdick. That looks yeah. like oh, this, yeah. the fucking ethnically ambiguous version of her. It's very strange. It does. Yeah, she got the knit hat on and everything. And yeah. It looks like just like her. It's it's weird. She also looks lost. <laughs> All right, let's let, let, let's listen to a little bit more of what this guy says here. It's crazy. Nearson, if you heard about him on the news, so he no. died many years ago. But uh, we have rituals that uh, we believe we can bring him back, and so. Uh, so how do these rituals Was work? that the main guy who was sort of instructing on the tunnels? Well, that was a long time. He's the he's like the head he's the head rabbi, and he's right. the guy that uh, uh, we uh, look for for the right. So we're trying to bring him back from right. the dead. And the news was saying that he is potentially not passed on. Right, that's right. So we don't know that. So we try to do rituals to try to, to bring him. No big deal. Own babies, just hoping so he shows up one day. The rituals and why <laughs> okay. does it involve the mattress? Uh, I, I don't want to go to the details of the rituals, but basically we don't put the body on the floor. We put the body right. on the mattress, and sometimes uh, we might make an incision somewhere on the body, and some a little bit of blood will come out. But it's I don't want to. It's a lot of blood, dog. Yeah, that's fair. Well, you mentioned when we talked on the phone that you brought a book with you. Yes. Is this? Yes, this is a type of book I bought, and this is a type of book that describes different types of rituals and things of that nature. So how does that, like, can you explain the book? Well, well it's too detailed to go through the book, you know, mm. it's a detailed book, but I well, should gonna... have a chance and you want to get the book, you yeah. can read it. You the know? Book of Living and Dying. Yes, the Tibetan Book of Living and Dying. So where did you guys... Learned. He said Tibetan. I think he means Tibetan. Oh, this is an <laughs> yeah. No, we use some uh, different books and this is one. This is why, do you see all... Accent. You see all the markers though, like that, like it looks like a real conversation. So I'm like, it I don't does know. feel like a real conversation. It feels genuine to me. It feels like the guy has just been so insulated within the Jewish community that he's speaking in a way that he's always spoke. And I think once you you can, it's like if you're fucking Chinese and you and you live in little China, um, you know, you're normal. never going to have to. Things are normal, exactly. And so I think that that's what this guy is is uh, is experiencing. He's like just not been subjected to very many goyim, and now that he's having to explain himself, <laughs> he's just talking like he's fucking talked for seventy five yeah. years. No big deal. We put the dead bodies in the tunnels. We try we to resurrect them. Do these are Jews standing next to him, like sitting next to him? Are I they, think uh, that's a true Jew. I mean, I like his shirt, true Jew. <laughs> it's, fucking, it's, it's a banger of a shirt. I don't it know, is. man. I like these people. I like the 9-11 is gay. I like the true Jew. I like the fucking adrenochrome. It's, it's a really... 
awesome production. I wish I knew about these guys. We got to talk to them. We got to yeah. be friends with them. But I don't know who they. Yeah, are. a little more digging's got to be done. I, um, this does seem believable though. Like if he was just brought on as a guest, and like he's not part of the whole gimmick here, very believable. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to play the rest, but like it just keeps going, and he's just explaining how it's an Egyptian ritual, and they try to get their uh, their Messiah when they die. They try to resurrect him, and he actually brings up a couple of times where because I lived in Brooklyn, so I've seen. Uh, there were banners on like Ocean Parkway and they're like, this guy's the Messiah. It's yeah. him. And they have like a big, you know, oh, yeah, and they space. Believe that dude. Yeah. Is, is coming back. Yeah. But he fucking died. Like mad. Lo- I remember when he died <laughs> yeah. and I remember they, driving by and going, bodies trying to fucking bring him back for <laughs> this whole time that you've been going, they've been slicing over, you know, open dead fucking Jews in the, in the tunnels underground, trying to bring him back on little mattresses. I wonder, cause basically oh, the, next one, is, the next one, he'll come back. Like, the next one. Is, that, guys, damn it, not is, this time. Is it better than actually like, like killing and raping babies? I feel like that's more disturbing for some reason. Okay. Hear me out. <laughs> if, if, if you, hear me out, bro. If you're willing to, um, you go, oh, fucking Frank died. Let's bring him down to the tunnels before we bury him. We'll cut open his fucking, you know, his chest. We'll let him bleed a little bit. Maybe it'll bring the Messiah back, right? There's got to be a couple of real zealot ones that are like, we got to speed this fucking process up. Why don't we kill Frank? I think Frank's blood is good. Let's kill Frank and we'll get this whole... And then you go a step further. What percentage of them have go, you know what's going on here? We need the fucking blood of the innocent. We need the baby blood. We got to make this happen. We have to be proactive. And I, I just think if you're willing to engage in cutting open corpses, the buck doesn't stop there. If you're willing yeah. to do that type of subversive shit, for sure, that's not the worst of what's going on in the fucking tunnels. I, I, I believe that. If you're willing to go that far, that's not the worst of what's happening. I'm it also calls... 100%. Yep. It calls into question the age of the tunnels too, right? Like how long have you been waiting for your Moshiach or your Messiah for a long time? And you've been in New York for since fucking forever. And they're saying, oh, it's just from 2020. We started digging it to worship. Uh, no, nah, man, this is, I hate this. <laughs> I yeah. fucking hate that whole thing, man. What's going on? There's a lot, a lot. Well, look at it, man. Well, people we, don't we want to believe it. It's crazy. I mean, like, you know, they... They don't want to believe that like black magic and all that kind of blood sacrifice is like real, but it's like, it's like the most ancient thing there is other than dinosaurs. Like after dinosaurs, like sorry, as humans like go back in time, like they started with these blood rituals, the Mayans and the jump like that. So it's like, those were like the most powerful people back then. Like they're just saying they're playing the same uh, playbook. These people, you know, they're going by the same playbook. So these are the same people that, well, it's like when you catch somebody stealing and and they go, oh, no, this is you just happened to catch me the only time I've stolen. It's like, no, hmm. oh, I've just yeah. caught you right now. You've probably been doing this for a while. So the fact that, number one, we caught them and then they tried to subvert us and say, no, 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 no. This was just to avoid covid restrictions. And you go, OK, and now you're anti-Semite if you think that's anything but fucking poop on a on a on a mattress. Now it's coming out that like, oh, wait, no, that was true. So, OK, so every at any, every corner you're you're dismissed and you're called anti-semitic for any kind of you know observation yeah. and 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 things of that 100%. nature so the chances are the buck goes a lot further but i i don't know it's it's to me pretty obvious you're you're dealing with these are people that 
they sacrifice chickens in the street. You ever see that video? I didn't know it was to that extent. Did you experience this top when you were out in the city? Did you ever see this? I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen it before. It's and it's like, you know, I, I guess I was like naive to it. Like the same age when I'm driving through Ocean Parkway and you see the banner for the, the Messiah. And you're, I just like kind of go because I am I was always a Christian. So I'm like, these guys, you know, these fucking because yeah. they look like clowns. Like they walk around with big hats and they wear the suit and they're very weird all the time. So it's like, you don't really know where to put them. And then just like the last couple of years, I'm like, is this shit evil? Like, is like really putting all of that stuff together. I'm like, is this actually evil? Was I like, like kind of like laughing at something that was like pretty uh, much darker. Everybody's yeah. waking up, man. Everybody is waking up and, and they're realizing what the hell is going on. And, um, no, what you did. I mean, like, like he said, the, the problem I have with the anti-Semite thing is like, all right, these people will call you an anti-Semite just by pointing that out. It's like, all right, I, I'm a Catholic. I grew up Catholic, Christian. You know, I, I re- that's how I recognize myself. But there's a huge pedophilia problem in there. And it's like, if you can't recognize that, then like, you're just an idiot. Like, why can't these people recognize that there's fucked up shit going on, that, on at the top of the food chain of their religion? Like, right. it, it's been hijacked, like, like, like all religions. It's crazy, too, because at the bare minimum, this whole chicken ceremony, I had never seen it before. That's why I asked you if you saw it in person. I watched the video recently, and it's like at the bare minimum. This goes back to what you said about the time that you saw like a child being harassed by like a Jewish dude that kept circling the block, kept like propositioning him in some way. And then eventually the child gets in the car reluctantly and drives off on like the third attempt. You said that you reached out to the police and the police were like, that's fucking not our jurisdiction, homie. Like they don't yeah. really fuck with the Jews, right? They don't have any kind of oversight over them. So when you think about this whole chicken sacrificing, uh, I don't know, like, I don't know how long it lasts. I know it's a several day long minimum. It's probably a lot longer than that. Um, but they're storing chickens in really unsanitary situations. They're on the streets. They're full of disease and and all kinds of parasites and things of that nature. It's raining on these chickens. They're out in the streets for days. It's all flooding into the streets when they transfer their sins to the chickens and then they sacrifice them. Um, all the blood washes into the streets. I mean, we've got a real issue it with washes the into the tunnels, bro. It goes right into, into the, the tunnels. <laughs> and that's where they stand in the sewers with their fucking mouths open and they drink no but fucking there's this idea of like avian bird flu right that's like a real concern meanwhile there is no care for imagine being like i don't know the dude that owns like the fucking chopped cheese joint and you're getting hit with a sanitation thing and you're like the this the 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 health inspector comes by and gives you a d and it's like you got a month to fix this fucking operation and you go but the chickens yeah. You point outside and you go, but the chickens, they're bleeding the in the streets. Part. They do. They kind of do what they want, because I guess even at that, that's like such a lower level of of like corruption, because we we're talking about Isaac Cappy and we're talking about right. Epstein, this kind of stuff. And people will blame all oh, the larger the Jews, all the stuff at the top. But like even at the bottom, they do whatever the fuck they want is like they'll, they'll open up a, a butcher's market right, right in the right in Borough Park. Not a problem. During COVID, they would just go. And I, here's two stark examples that I remember that made me like, like very un, uneasy. They would go to the parks and they would cut padlocks that had like, you know, NYPD padlocks or from the, that, that city. And they just cut them and they'd go in and play. 
like they let their kids go in and they look at you like, yep. I and did the cops that. wouldn't press them. Cops didn't do shit. But then some black people go into, they open up their barbershop in the middle of lockdowns and they were just cutting oh, hair. Like, yeah, bringing the SWAT team out. <laughs> one of my friends, I like, he was my friend and I like, I fucking tore him a new asshole. He was one of the cops that was in there. And he was talking to me about how like, we're, we're all talking at like an underground poker game because this is at the time that you weren't really supposed to do this shit. Like you weren't supposed to have neighbors over if they were throwing parties, de Blasio was like, call me. So and now keep in mind, I'm talking to the cop right at this underground party that we weren't supposed to have. And he's bragging about how, yeah, we went in there and these fucking, these guys, these black guys, they open up their shit and we just stomped them down and threw them. And I'm like, but I'm thinking about the Jewish people too. Like you left them alone. You're doing this right now. Like just the hypocrisy was just completely wild, but that that's what's going, that was going on in New York. So to give you an idea of the, the range of power there, and that's just on a small level. Which is weird because you wouldn't think dudes with those silly hats and the curls would have that kind of power. But reeling it all back in and going to like, you know, we're talking about the tunnels. We're talking about Isaac Cappy. It seems like, you know, obviously, if you're trying to sacrifice or at least do some sort of ritual to bring back your Messiah, then there's an element of black magic involved here. Right. So this connects right back to uh, (laughs) shout out to Mama Lobster in the chat. Uh, This goes right back to. I thought you meant like the Jews or or something or or Isaac. I was like, damn, bro, what? Um, But Isaac is starting to peel back the layers on the idea that this sort of thing is prevalent in um, in Hollywood. And it was kind of a thing that would be talked about, but only really on the basis of the symbolism that you would see in pop culture. Right. So you would see. The, the Luciferian symbolism in music videos, you would see the Luciferian symbolism in uh, Hollywood mu- movies and such and shows and things of that nature. But it wasn't until 2018, 2019, certainly Cappy was like leading the charge on this where he's just going off about the fact that these are all Satanists and pedophiles. And unfortunately, uh, Cappy is murdered what what were the circumstances of his death i know it was very strange uh route 66 in arizona he the the headline reads he i believe it he forced himself off off a bridge i mean i don't know why you wouldn't just say like committed suicide or something but um odd odd wording but yeah apparently he jumped off like a highway bridge and it was ugly like um if you want to go in the dark web, yeah, you can see that shit. There's like, there's, there's autopsy photos and shit. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. Uh, don't suggest it. Tread lightly. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, he f- was either pushed off that or jumped off that. Um, a lot of different theories. Um, one of the theories I think is like, maybe they were making him go crazy with like sonic weaponry. Um, because he was, if you see his, uh, if you see his, his his live streams towards the end, like he just he looked fucked up, man. He looked all fucking deranged and shit. And who knows and what was going on? Like I don't know. That was one of the theories that I've had. Wasn't there a moment where he was? Um, I don't know if it was Isaac. I know for sure there's been an instance where someone was dealing with this sort of that 
level of corruption and was claiming that there was um, a voice to skull technology that was being used on them. I want to say it was Cappy. I want to say he had a passenger in the car with him that was also experiencing it, but I can't necessarily draw the correlation uh, to say definitively whether that was him. But there was something really weird where, you know, we already established Isaac's favorite person to to kind of stab at was Tom Hanks. Yeah. And didn't Tom Hanks post a very uh, cryptic photo yeah, it's of famous him. now. Yeah, it's yeah. What was the nature of that? Glove. It's like a plastic glove. Uh, I forget the actual headline of what it reads, but it, I mean, it, it basically alludes to oh something about roadkill on Route 66, and that's exactly what where he died. So um, you know, connect the dots. That's that's all you really have to do, and just go back into Tom Hanks and look at the, all the fucked up shit he's done and. Um, the different stuff he's promoted in movies. It's just, he's a bad dude. Yeah. There was a lot of that with uh, like Tom Hanks. There were some other uh, celebrities that were doing symbolism that I remember. It seemed like going back and forth to each other during lockdowns during 2020, like maybe there for was some a reason. lot of talk of that. Yeah. Yeah. There was like a- ankle monitors. People were saying they saw on like Oprah yeah. and Ellen. Um, fuck. I mean, I'd love to know the truth about that stuff, but Maybe one day we will. <laughs> that's what that's what really got me. So I was like, I was looking into QAnon a lot, like when it first started. And now I'm kind of obviously like, all right, I'm just, it's whatever. Yeah, sure, but same. I that kind of shit, right? It was like very compelling when when he's talking about this stuff and, and the people around QAnon, they're like, yo, look at Ellen DeGeneres. And it's like, she clearly well, has. He was like, when he was like, Oprah, slave trader, John of God, just go do a little Google search and it will send you down a fucking rabbit hole. Like you could never imagine. And it connects like all these different celebrities and, and then you, and then at her schools in Africa, it's just, he left all those little breadcrumbs and all you had to do is just open your, your computer and Google it. And it was all there as proof. Yeah. So that, that was crazy. I think for the audience, that's worth um, tapping into a little bit. This idea that, one of the biggest charities associated with Oprah was this dude, um, John of God. Well, I, I forget what his charity was supposedly doing. I think it was for like beaten and battered women or something like that. Whatever it was, he was John like a, of God. Yeah, he was like a self-proclaimed like healer. People would go to him with like a blind eye and they and he would fucking like put his hand over their eye and 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 cure them and all sorts of fucked up. But he was doing really fucked up shit, like doing his own surgery, like like what? fucking yeah, dude. Like it's, you know, actually did a pretty good documentary on it. Surprisingly is Netflix. And it, it's like, I had oh. to turn it off, dude. It was like so gruesome and shit. I just like, didn't have the stomach to listen to all the details. Um, but yeah, check that one out. Um, easy to access. Um, the Netflix. There's something about a dude that, about a dude that goes like, like, I like the energy of a dude that goes, that yeah. looks easy. I bet you I could do it. But I don't like when he goes fucking like when it's like if you go, I could build a shed. I don't need to fucking hire people to build a shed. I go good on you, dude. Fuck. Yeah. I don't like a dude that goes like I could do open heart surgery. That looks easy. I don't need a doctor. Yeah, to do open he heart was surgery. mutilating no. people. I mean, he was chaining people to he had people chained up and was just impregnating them and and, and yeah. selling the offspring, uh, probably adrenochrome harvesting. And this was Oprah's bud, like bud, bud. Like this was. Oh, yeah. They were tight. Advisor. Yeah. Yeah, some dude that she paraded out on, you know, arguably the biggest daytime talk show on earth. You know, yeah. she 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 paraded him out in front of millions of people. And this is a guy that was 
this isn't speculation. He was convicted for this. And, you know, Oprah gets wrapped up in this whole idea. I remember I was driving to, I think, Las Vegas at the time from New Jersey. And I was listening to a bunch of stuff about what was going on with Oprah and this whole association with, you know, uh, adrenochrome harvesting, things of that nature, human trafficking. And I remember for a brief moment in time, uh, stories did drop from pretty official news outlets that said Oprah has been arrested on uh, suspicion of human trafficking. And what was going on was you were getting images of her house caution taped off because her entire house became a crime scene. This only lasted like half a day before all of a sudden the media just started. They dropped the story entirely. Fuck. And then I when I was, it was kicked turned- off the internet, I don't even remember this. This is when I was like completely banished from the internet. Yeah, it was it was only about a half a day. And I remember thinking like, holy shit, I can't believe this is happening. And then what happens is, and who knows, maybe it, it is the community getting carried away um, because who knows whatever came of it. I know now the lady that's walking around, people are like, that's an Oprah clone. That doesn't fucking look like Oprah. Bro. But they said that the reason her house was caution taped off is because she was under construction. She was just getting some new. But then who knows? Maybe it's not a clone, right? Because here she is taking advantage of the uh, Lanai situation or, or Maui situation oh, where yeah. the islands catch on fire and then she's scooping up all this real estate. The bitch never seems to be uh, there's there's a never ending trail of like high level corruption with her it's like if she's not human trafficking she's setting islands on fire with jewish space lasers fucking pedophiles like they're all like the uh what what was the guy who just got locked up in canada the epstein of canada um oh yeah yeah uh shit i forget his name i know what you're talking about it just happened yeah it just happened um that guy she was best buds with him she did shows with him she had him on a show multiple times um Richard Branson. I mean, you go down the list like she hang uh, Harvey Weinstein. Like she is just she's a magnet for pedophiles. I saw up. Oh, go on top. I was going to say, like, the, the real disturbing part about that is like since we started doing the show or like at least maybe the last year or so that I've been thinking about the, the mindset that I'm thinking in. It just seemed like they were doing this for uh, like money, power, um other uh, like like power over other people that makes a lot of sense to me right the uh blackmail version of it or yeah the blackmail it made a lot of sense before like all right i would want you know scientists under my thumb so i can do whatever i would want main celebrities under my thumb so i could tell them what to do but then it just feels like like more spiritual like it's like what are they doing with these kids you know it's even if they're just you know having intercourse with the children it feels like there's something more because it's like why do you want to do that why is that appealing to you and then you start getting into we talked about this a few episodes ago it's like there was very specific iconography on yes mama lobster the missing children are in her mountain in hawaii dude now i understand why you are the way you are and that's fucking i just love it correct it's riddled with tunnels from what i understand the guy Stephen kelly uh who i had on he's like an expert in the in the dumbs and all that 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 whole sort of stuff and he was telling me yeah there's 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 fucking cities underneath the underneath underneath the cities that we couldn't even imagine right what do you know know about uh, i'm gonna give you an opportunity real quick can i just say 
on the last episode when we were on tinfoil hat this is what i was Everybody gonna say please forgive dude damn i'm gonna it, allow dude. you I, to forgive yourself go ahead tell the story because i knew what you were gonna I do just, i'll make it quick but i i fucked up it was like i was talking about somebody that Tripoli was like, I never heard of this. Tell me more. And I was floored that he never heard of this. And I'm going on about a guy who used to be fucking uh, commissioned to build deep underground military bases, ended up going down into the subterranean area where his drilling equipment was coming up broken, discovering a war happening between these entities that look like tall, skinny grays. He gets gutted like a fish by one of them, ends up surviving the encounter, goes on to talk about it ad nauseum, and then eventually is killed after multiple attempts on his life. And I told the whole world or whoever's listening to tinfoil hat that this man's name was Whitley Stryber, who was the author of the book communion that I am a big fan of and was a pivotal book for me in my early ages. Um, you know, as far as becoming a conspiracy theorist and it's not, it's Phil Schneider. And I always conflate the two because Stryber and Schneider, and they're both kind of chubby white dudes. Actually, yeah. I don't know what Whitley Stryber looks like. Uh, I just picture him in my mind as Phil Schneider. So drop the ball in, in a, in a fantastic way. Uh, just, just disrespectful. In the most fantastic way. And probably like, like the Joe Rogan, that's the Joe Rogan of conspiracy podcasts. And he's just like, watch me do this and just completely <laughs> fucking boom, 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 boom. boom. <laughs> oh, I just yeah, it and landed on my face. Fuck. It happens to the best of us. Yeah, man. Oh, man. you guys were on there, man. He's fucking. He's he's the goat, man. He's he's great. Love him, love him. So happy to go on there and spread uh, disinformation. I so I did not. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, we're talking about this whole thing. It's like, well, is it about the money? Is it about the power? And and we have spoken on this show before about well, in Bohemian Grove, they're out there doing mock sacrifices. Our world leaders dressed in robes at the foot of a you know 20 foot tall statue of the owl of minerva and then you look at epstein's island and there's very specific iconography there right it's like this temple with a golden dome and these golden owl statues that you know when you're an elite and you're dealing in that kind of iconography i don't believe that you're not paying homage to you know the owl of minerva i don't think that there's a separation there i think it's the same shit over and over again people want to water this down and i forgot who i was listening to but they said the same thing recently it's like you'd rather might have been tinfoil hat you'd rather have the netflix version of it where it's like can you believe that epstein was trafficking these like 16 and 17 year old girls it's like no bitch these the, the the real story is these children are much younger. Of course, there were 16, 17 year old girls, but we're also talking. Yeah, let's talk children. about like his ranch in New Mexico and what they were doing there. You want to blow some people's brains like let's talk about that shit. And then that's a problem I had with Sound of Freedom that you kind of bring that up is uh, Sound of Freedom. You know, I mean, yeah, it woke a lot of normal people up. But like if you really wanted to blow the lid off people's heads, like you could have made that story because it's happened a billion times you could have had that same story happen in the u.s put blonde blonde hair and blue eyes on those kids named them fucking jack and jill and the world would have freaked out instead it looked like some some something that happens in a third world far far away um just at the end in the credits they put oh and by the way america's the biggest consumer of of child trafficking like, right. Come on now. And then and then you go into who f who funded that film, Carlos Slim, who's like 
if not one of the biggest slime balls in the world. Um, he funded the the the, the the Hillary Clinton Foundation, a whole bunch of Hunter Biden um, stuff. Donald Trump's gone on the record calling him a slime ball. Um, he's 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 involved with the uh, Mexican cartels, who are the biggest human traffickers in the entire world. Um, what do we know? That whole movie kind of fucking angered me, <laughs> but like it a- did wake a lot of people up. So I, in that aspect, I am thankful that they made it. But it it could have been it could have really blew the lid off the whole thing. Yeah, at, at at like the Zorro Ranch, do we know? Do you know what was happening with the children there? Is it just uh? From is what it, I understand, it, like they were they were doing genetic experiments and they were trying to like create like a an Epstein. He wanted to have like basically like his own race where like all the DNA came from him. And like right. his, his his elite buddies, from what I understand, and then that's maybe where Stephen Hawking comes into play. Dave, now, Stephen Hawking's a psyop. Dave, what's your <laughs> what's your stance? Started on Stephen yeah, Hawking's bro. <laughs> what's your stance on the Nephilim? What do you think about the Nephilim? So okay, I I, I didn't know much about it, and I I seen you guys throwing it around like crazy, and then I saw it like take off from there. I noticed it like I did, you know, when you're in your Twitter feeds, people you follow, you see stuff, and I, I was seeing you guys calling out Nephilim shit, Nephilim shit, and um, so I'm like, what is this shit? And then I start seeing other people start using it, and um, so apparently it's like it's like a giant Jew with like superpowers. <laughs> it, like I asked Alexa before I came yes. on here. <laughs> yes, that's. <laughs> Shit, that's fucking funny as fuck. It's a giant fucking Jew. Alexa told you it was a giant Jew? Fuck yeah, dude. Alexa's based. Oh, that's so funny, man. So break it down for him because I feel like this is a little piece because your your thread is your your threads on Twitter, your your tweets. I've been following you for a while. They're incredible, man. And I love I love my favorite part when he goes uh at the end, he's like, we want answers. And it's like, I love that shit. I, I can imagine him doing this. He's like, I got a thousand followers. And then he types them like just fire. And he's like, we want answers. Like, you're not going to, but now how many you got up there? It's like, you got a lot. Oh yeah. Over 200,000 now. And it's, uh, it's crazy, man. It's, it happened in less than a year. Um, and the best part about the post is like, is the conversation that happens in the, in the post, because you yeah. find out so much crazy information in there in those in the posts that people are like coming with their own info coming with their own research and it's like some mind-blowing shit that i've found out myself just from just from reading the posts yeah he's part about it to me you're at the level now you're at the size where when you say we want answers like you have like this guy might actually get some fucking answers here like (laughs) you're talking to a lot of people now it's well, yeah, my, he's like, my oh, brother well, gave me that fact. idea. He's like, you know what? He's like, you just start like hashtagging something that's yours, and like, I'm like, you know what? I'm like, we're all looking for fucking answers, like, of to all this crazy shit they're pushing on us. So, what's simpler than that? I like that Nephilim shit, and we want answers. They're like, they're like first cousins. I like the energy yeah, of that. I agree. Uh, Actually, so, Nephilim shit might be the answer to what you're yeah, asking yeah, for. Yes, it very Tell well about could it. be to a lot of the uh, questions. Yes. <laughs> all right. So basically we look at everything through the biblical lens. We believe that like things, all of this is inherently biblical. When we talk about the idea that these elites are, king, are, we hate the devil. Christ is king. Exactly. Uh, when we talk about the fact that like 
you know, these these elites are pra- practicing black magic. That that black magic is the same magic that was taught to mankind by the fallen, right? A third of the angels rebelled against God and were cast out of heaven. They landed on Mount Hermon. And eventually they just start banging human women because let's fucking give it to them. They're, they're smoke shows. We got, we got good, we got good women. All right. I don't blame them pieces of shit, but I don't blame them. Um, and so they start to have offspring with these human women, those offspring. It's basically like any movie or any show you've ever seen fucking dragon ball Z where it's like Gohan is inexplicably strong. Cause he's half human, half uh Saiyan. right? This a is demigod. the thing you see a demigod. Exactly. And so, uh, all of these, you know, heroes of old, these men of renown, all of these uh, Greek demigods, I believe, in my opinion, the Greek pantheon, um, uh, as well as a bunch of other pantheons were actually the fallen. Um, and that also they didn't start, they didn't just bang humans, they banged a bunch of stuff, which is like where you get the Egyptian pantheon. Uh, but the Nephilim are the offspring of the fallen. So when we say Nephilim shit, it's essentially a catch all term for like, the corruption that can be traced back to the origins of the Nephilim and the fallen angels, right? That's what all this is. All this is ancient and biblical in nature. And I always bring up, it's like, that's why you have Hillary Clinton in her emails looking for Gilgamesh and the bodies of the buried Nephilim. It's because this whole story that we're immersed in is biblical in nature. And that means that the good is of God and all of the evil and corruption that is constantly working against mankind is of the fallen. It can all be traced back to the fallen and the Nephilim. The only caveat is Nephilim shit just slaps real hard. Fallen shit doesn't slap real hard. So it was just, you know, it just was a a really perfect branding thing. (laughs) Oh, dude, I just did the fucking okay symbol. It's a wrap. Like everybody's going to fucking. You're done, dude. I mean, you're fucking a Satanist. And. God oh, damn it, dude. But yeah, it's but a, yeah, that's that's another it. thing. As soon as I got over like a hundred thousand, like the you're a fed. Like, I'm just like, man, if you only fucking knew me, like I'm the farthest thing from a fed you could imagine. <laughs> and it's crazy though, like the shit slinging that comes when you start to get followers. I say it all the time. I have a brick background and people think that that makes me a Freemason. And then also there's like a lot of, have you seen this um, EGI thing, this elite gender inversion thing that's going around? Well, I've been accused already of like being fucking gender inverted. And I'm like, I'm barely functional. Like I'm retarded. And you guys think that I'm like something much more than I am, that I'm some sort of like funded fucking controlled opposition. Like nobody's funding me, baby. I wish they were, but nobody's funding me. For sure. But then there is things called like to, to transition the, the useful idiot. And we were mm. talking about the Jew tunnels. Um, I had a theory. I mean, I, you know, Dom, Dom's been nothing but good to me. Um, oh boy. Yeah. I like, I don't hate Dom. This is, it's just a, go, go for it. Yeah. Useful he, idiot. He, he fucked up big time with what, with what happened. He was with the wrong people. That's for sure. Um, but the whole thing, I'm wondering, is it a psyop? Like, could it be a psyop on X? Because X is the only one talking about it. It's not the mainstream media. Now we're only talking about Dom and the tunnels instead of talking about the bloody mattress. 
So is my Obama, my assessment of this useful idiot and infiltrated to make this. No, I think this is actually like I think if they're the, the people that are pulling the strings, they're like, this is amazing. We didn't even have to fucking do anything like we didn't have to play it because we know the people that are associated with helping him make the documentary. I fucking love those people. And I think okay. what happened is oh, I have no idea about them. So they saw an opportunity because they had the resources to do something interesting, right? And sure. Dom is a loud voice in the community. What happened here is that they funded Dude, they or not funded. They should have took you, man. It would have just been I would, way that, less. that would have been fucking fun. No, I mean like but take fucking Dave. Like you have they a should huge take all three pump. of us. Yeah, that, that would have been much better. Um, we wouldn't have been wearing Gucci and fucking, you know, jerking off in fucking subway tunnels. Yeah, exactly. You know, been getting some Maybe answers. you, bro. I would have been jerking <laughs> off in those subway well, tunnels. We but you know, I gave you that hour. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't take an hour. Uh, but the idea that you know, so so what I think happened here is they go, they had the reach, they had the resources. Shout out Juan Ayala. Uh, they had the resources to get in touch with Dom and create something. The Jew tunnels happened to be hot, and what they didn't know was that Dom is good on threads. He's not good on camera. That's what's happening here is like Dom is not a dude that's doing a show. You can't put Dom on a podcast yeah. and have him talk for two hours. He yeah. does a good job of like, not he, he, he figured out yeah. Twitter yeah. really well. And so unfortunately what happened is what I will say about Dom is those of us who has been in the community for a long time, you look at what Dom's doing and you go, these are things that everyone in the community has known for a long time. A lot of recycled shit, yeah. I'm sure, and I'm sure so, some of your tweets are, oh, are in 100%. there. Yeah, I mean, he's ripped many of my tweets. Cool. And like, it's gotten to the point where Illuminati bot, I mean, everyone, and it's just like, uh, I don't even care anymore. I used to get mad when I had like 50,000 followers or whatever. I used to get like, it used to be frustrating, but now I don't even give a fuck. Like the one, the one time I got real mad, like snoops like wrote an article like debunking it and it was like this other girl they were giving like the credit to of the disinformation and i'm like that's my fucking disinformation <laughs> word for word like copy paste it i was so pissed Give me credit where credit is due. Answers thing and everything like she didn't even take that out and, that's the um, thing too with dom where it's like oh he's spreading disinformation when you're trying to but it was tell people I'm joking about the disinformation what i was talking about was real i forget what the article was but just clear but that's the thing right it's like in this realm of like taking shots and trying to figure out where these motherfuckers are lying to us you're gonna be wrong it's gonna yeah. happen so when people are trying to even like i'm not the biggest fan of dom uh because i don't think that he's very substantive and i don't think that he he certainly knows how to twitter and i'll give him that but when i see the guy getting exposed for like disinformation like bitch we're all trying to fucking like show you something i think maybe he what he might have been trying to do was like monetize this aspect of like the truth or community. But even that at the end of the day, it's like, I would love to be a podcaster talking about conspiracy theories full time. Right. I would love yeah, to not have it. I mean, I definitely don't want that either. That's dangerous for them. Like, um, yeah, there's a reason they, they, they pull the money and I, and I, I warned Dom like months ago, I said, dude, be careful, dude. They're going to give you the Kanye treatment. And sure enough, like they did. Um, and yeah, I, you know, I don't know what to make of it, but yeah, I just think he was a useful idiot in a situation where he got taken, you know, he, he let his ego go, go way too big and, and, and people took advantage of it.
Imagine though, in your mind, like, isn't it fun to say we're a documentary crew and we're going to hook up with Dom Lucre and we're going to bring him to the tunnels and we're going to look for the Jews right now. Imagine getting there and being like, Oh shit. He's not, he's not, he's not a character. He's not what we thought he was. He's good on Twitter. That doesn't always translate. Right. And that's not a fucking a dig at anybody. Like what are they going to go there and do though? There's no, yeah, exactly. My whole gripe with it from the beginning. And I know the people who did, and I called them and I'm like, listen, you're not going to find any fucking Jew tunnels. I worked in the MTA. I worked underground for a good portion of that time. I was a, I was a track worker. So I sure. know the tunnels and I, I'm like, I'm, I'm familiar with the tunnel he's walking through, like with the, with the mattress on the floor. It's like, that's the J line. Like I've done work there. I've done hours of overtime over there. Like this, there's no yeah. Jews there. <laughs> there's black people at night and we're swinging hammers, but there's no, there's yeah, no people smoking crack. And yeah, yeah, of course. You can see a lot of crazy shit, but yeah, the Jew tunnels are somewhere else. That's how, but that's how expansive underneath New York city is that it's like, besides the the transit lines which are you know quite elaborate now you have another labyrinth living like running through that like where and that's another thing too it was like oh it's a jew tunnel and they're like oh could you believe it went to this museum and i'm like well where else does it go nobody makes a tunnel that just goes like one spot this is like all interconnected if you get into the subway system you can you can technically be anywhere you just have to know the entrance to everything else and then you can say that it leads anywhere but but what i will say about them is like for a second, I think Dom's going to come out of the other end of this. He's probably going to be fine. I think if he okay. just keeps you his head above water. Appears. No, you because don't. if he chooses not to go away, then he's not going to go away. You know what I mean? I Maybe think. Does he, I, I, I mean, is, his, is he tarnished forever? He was, he tarnished was already tarnished. When he, started. I mean, he was yeah. already tarnished. This is bad. <laughs> this is bad. This is bad. This, I, Dom, he follows me. Listen. If if you follow watching, me, I, mean, I talk with Dom. I, I like I said, Dom. I like I like I stated before. I think he got in with the wrong people. And I'm not saying the documentary guys are. They probably got a great opportunity, like you said. But oh, I think let's just say I for a second, look what they the did. Are, are feeding him a lot of like the whole fucking thing with the uh, the Jewish uh, right before the tunnels, like the, the when he uncovered the 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 Instagram sex club, the million dollar sex club, the Jewish sex club. Did you guys see that shit? He, no. Like sent it to like all everybody on Instagram that Wait, like who, who did who sent that? Dom did. He actually exposed something, bro. He sent so all he sent to all the big accounts like this uh, this inst- this uh, Telegram thing. I had to like make a Telegram. Oh. And it was like this whole fucking thing that he exposed this million dollar. You had to pay a million dollars to join this pedophilia club that was ran on Instagram. And it seemed like the fakest, most like bullshit Mm. psyop I could ever imagine. I'm like, I'm not touching Uh. that with a 10 foot pole. And then I saw accounts like Matt Wallace, like jumping on it, posting all sorts of shit from it. And then like, I didn't hear nothing about it ever since then. And then, and then he got like demonic. Oh shit, Dom's fucking oh, somebody pulling the strings. that information to like just fuck him or what? Or if he did that himself, um, I don't I, know. I mean, I have to address because there are people in the chat that are like, oh, fucking, you know, he's got the eye of raw tattoo. There is a lot of shit with Dom where it seems like he tried a bunch of avenues 
And yeah. he he goes, well, he was a Freemason and he was an atheist and he does his record label like he's got a artist on there that his first album was six uh, neutrons. His next album was six electrons. His next album was uh, six. Um, what's the other fucking thing? I'm retarded here. Protons. Yeah. Um, you know, and there's all this symbolism, which is something that you see rampant in the music industry. And it's like, is he trying to emulate that? Um and I think he says, well, look, I tried a bunch of things and I was wrong. I think what you can say there is he's been, you know, that meme where it's the guy and he's grabbing on the White House gates and he's like, let me in, let me in. It's the fucking gif. Uh, Eric, whatever his name is. Um, it seems like he's been knocking on the door for a long time and trying every which way he's been desperate for. And I'm not saying that this is necessarily a bad thing, right? I want to get out of the, the, the grind too. I want to try to become something, but it seems yeah, like Dom for a while tried this fucking, like, let me into the club type of shit. And yeah. I don't okay. know if he ever got in the club, but what I am saying is when that's your body of work that you leave behind you is being a Freemason, constantly signaling every which way in a yeah. media kind of fashion, uh, all the symbolism. Yeah, you're, you're, you're planting when you're supposed to be hip to all that shit. Right. And it's like, so I don't necessarily think that that makes you initiated or anything like that. But what I do think it makes you is like, maybe you're a grifter, bro. Like maybe that is what's going on. Yeah. True. You know, no, 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 yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I'm not going to say that. Yeah. Very. Yeah. You can say that he's a grifter for sure. Um, he's trying to, you know, and money. I mean, he's going nuts about the money. He's having a public meltdown about the money. And, and the thing that's happening now is he's like shitting on people. He's like, you don't have a fucking oh, million yeah. dollars. It's, it's, I hard to watch, dude. it's hard to watch. It's fucking. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit gay. It's a little gay. He's, it's a little retarded. He's in a yeah, weird spiral, but I think he could save it. And if you talk to him, tell him, I don't know if he's self-aware of this or if he, because he doesn't seem like the type of dude that would like this idea, but go right into comedy. This is yes. funny. The whole thing to me is very funny and very entertaining. What, yeah, what dude, else? The you... fucking tunnels thing was hilarious. I was laughing the whole, the whole, I mean, Thank I, you. I didn't watch the whole thing, but I, I fucking laughed for the whole 10, 15 or whatever. How, how long was the whole thing? I didn't watch it. I, oh, didn't watch it. I think I, I saw it was like 28 minutes. And I fucking was laughing the whole time I watched it, man. So, I mean, yeah, you're all right. It's, and I think he was going for that, or at least I hope he was. Like if he came out and he was like, dude, I thought I was going to create this thing. I went there and fucking just stepped in it. It was completely retarded. And like, I've, I've managed yeah, to turn myself that. into a monster. Like say that shit, bro. Just and and yeah. like, and just say like, hey, bro, it's fucking hard out here for a pimp. Like I've been trying to make money and become a fucking celebrity or whatever it is for the longest time. And they weren't letting me in. So just I decided keep, to, to expose just, him. He needs well, to keep doing that. Well, I ever, they, people love to throw that grifter thing around it. Like anybody that's like trying to break free from working from a nine to five. Oh, you're a fucking grifter. You're fuck you. That's man. true. Yeah. It's, it's fucking, it's brutal, dude. And it's like, okay, now I'm starting to get it just cause I got over 200,000 followers. Now it's like, oh, you're just a grifter. You're a piece of shit. It's like, what the fuck dude? Like I spend so much time like of my day, like going through and just fucking looking at and researching and, 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 and trying to like bring good shit and, and let you fucking think about some stuff. And like, man, 
it sucks when people call you that, but it's not, it's always going to happen. He's got to have thick skin and like, clearly he doesn't have the thick skin. Yeah, that's well, The answer is Go ahead, what Tom. else are you, what are you doing? Are you doing this for free? Like, is your time yeah, worth exactly. nothing to you? Exactly. You, know, I know, you know, I would love to, you know what I mean? Like that would be in a perfect world when, when, if money didn't exist and shit, but um, you know, it does. Yeah. And, 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 you know, we'd be living on the streets if we did this full time. If you, um, you're giving these people a product though that they like, or exactly. at least, so it's like okay, that's how I look at it. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, you're creating a product, and you should be compensated for your time because it took you a lot of fucking time to do what you're doing. So everyone could, you know, shut the fuck up about that. That's nonsense. My issue with Dom is just like, yo, it's very funny. I don't think he's aware that he's funny. I initially started following him because I would laugh at the shit that he posted, like about Hillary Clinton. You're yeah, gonna be it was, exposed. It was funny shit. It's funny, right? Yeah. But I then now I see it and I'm like, oh no, he takes himself very he's like not, too serious. Yeah, well, that's what I told somebody. I was like, you know, what his problem was is he considered himself a journalist. Like yeah. a, like a, a fucking like a real journalist that went to school and shit. Like I'm not a journalist by any means, and I'll never consider myself a journalist, but I'll I'll interview people, I'll fucking I'll ask questions. But I'm not gonna go on the record and say I'm some fucking you know journalist and then have he's like friends. a dude that is in a he's like walking around town as like a duel like a midget on another midget's shoulders in a trench coat <laughs> and he he actually forgot that he's not tall and then he became famous off of he's being like the tall so dude fat. in a trench coat yeah and it's like yeah what like I remember when I first saw him I was like this is in my opinion, not natural. I know there was something that said, and we'll, we'll dismount off this for a minute. My, my growth was natural, bro. That was the craziest thing to me. I'm like, what the fuck? And like, it just boom, boom, boom. It, it was really Elon taking the breaks. I mean, you can, we can go down the Elon hole. We can, uh, there's many things we could talk about him, but like um, him taking the breaks off the algorithm really opened the floodgates. Do you yeah, think he's put I, it back on? Now recently? it's back on. <laughs> yeah. I was saying I went from like uh like nine thousand to almost thirty thousand just from him letting me do my thing. Exactly, like, dude. Exactly, dude. And it's in, it's incredible when people just are able to see what you're saying is like, oh, they happen to like it. Go fucking figure. So oh, how exactly. many years? Oh, this is no, fun. What like uh, that thing I was doing with Jake, it was like Jake's so fucking shadow banned because of who he is. Like they're never gonna let him have like a big voice so like i was doing that he should have like a million followers for who you know what i mean like he was the face of fucking january 6th um and we have somebody in the chat saying that um i'm sorry to to derail this but the u.s is currently bombing iraq and syria right now well i heard so i guess this is what biden was talking about world war three guys you guys ready? Fucking, you heard it here first. Fucking yeah. a man. Fucking a. Soon as things start getting fun, uh, I want to dismount off the the Dom Luke Gray shit because it's not really something that I typically like to do is go on about a dude for a long no, time. No, no, uh, no, no. It was just the hot topic for a minute. I yeah. know. It just, well, it is genuinely yeah. interesting to me. It, it, is. it is. And um, like, I like I love studying that personality. It's like I have nothing against the guy or whatever he's doing. But it's just such a bizarre set of <laughs> set of moves that I'm like, I really, I like it. It's but it's strange. I feel like it's just Look, tighten it up. What I'll can, say, yeah. If they manage to navigate this, they are gripping the shit out of Twitter right now. Like they did something. 
they did something very impressive. If you stand back and look at it from just an attention span kind of thing, like they're, they're the, the focal point of Twitter right now. I hope to God they steer that the right way and they figure out how to do this and do something yeah. cool with it. Maybe do something funny with it because everybody's watching motherfucker. Like they set out to do something that was big. They did. It just fucking went a little bit too far in one direction. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I completely agree. I'm with you on that. So one of the things that really is interesting to me when it comes to all the crap that was going on at the height of 2019, right? Um, we're talking Isaac Happy, we're talking Epstein. Was this appearance on the world stage, at least the public's view, of Maria Abramovich, who, by the way, has recently been named uh America's ambassador to Ukraine. Very fucking suspicious for children. children. <laughs> Dude, that Jeez. is like we just put a fucking child sacrificing witch in charge of being the yeah, ambassador to children to Ukraine, which is I mean, and that just went whoop, right under the radar and people went, hey, that's fucking weird. Well, you know, what? anyway, quick shout out to Owen Benjamin. You get the government that you deserve. Oh my and God. Yeah. We like as a, as a society, America fucking deserves this shit because every time I look around all the way down to its core, America is corrupt. And, and I mean, we can blame different externalities. Like if you want to go to like the federal reserve monetary policy, shit like that, as to why we're so uh, godless and separated as a family and our culture. Yeah. Our values are just oh, in, in, the, bro, our in the gutter. So fucked. Like I got to live out of the country for, uh, for like almost two years because because there are governments a piece of shit it's a different story uh, my wife's from a different country and they wouldn't let her in and it was, it was a fucking try to do something the right way you get fucked just put it that way um yeah. so i was living in ecuador for like two years and um yeah dude the values those people carry are just night and day compared to us like family fucking uh just the nuclear family just you know playing with the kids making sure everything you know the kids are it's just completely different man no screen time it's just it's nuts yeah leonardo jordy said that on our show she was like you know in her opinion america is still the greatest nation on earth We're but still... we do have our downfalls and it's like the family values and the way we treat the family unit and especially the way we treat like you know our elders um in the sense of detaching them from the family putting them in homes like a real fucking shame like it's it's disgusting i don't want to get old because i'm like i'm gonna be in a fucking home one day or some crazy shit like that uh, the funny part about what she was talking about there is uh well, like because then i was making the, the counter argument going all the way over to sharia law from you know from uh america what we have in america we have like almost unlimited freedom which does that turn into what we have now? What and then on the other yeah. Side, yeah, but you want something in the middle, right? Like you want, right. you want to have your liberty, but you want to have these traditional values. It, it, yeah, it's such a fine line. And I think it all happened when gay marriage started. Like that's when it just fell apart. Fucking dude. gays, it, dude. dude I mean, nothing against, I mean, you know, if you're gay, you're gay. That's your, it's your flavor. But like when they allowed gay marriage, that's when like the floodgates of, of, of of our society of uh, decaying i feel like just just really started not I that it didn't like start before that but that that's when it showed itself for sure yeah. that's when it pulled the mask off but I that's mean, when it pulled about, off the burka well it's like yeah, you give them an inch man they take a mile it's like 
you know, yeah, now yeah, let us get married. Let us fuck your kids. What the, pretense, the fuck, dude? <laughs> the pretense for uh, like like acting like we're a presentable country is just torn off at that point. And then you get to drag queen. I thought drag queen story hour would be bad, but now we're into. I just watched the video. That's it was like PG a now, man. Like, dude, yeah, it was a a three D rendering of of what the um, it was it was a surgery of removing the penis, tucking it inside. They put it through the pelvis, and I was like, this shit is happening. It, that, yeah, I know, right? But that's normal. That's I know. Like, Dude, these doctors, they're doing it. I mean, they should be locked up. They should be, they, sh- they should get the chair. They should, I mean, they should, they should get, they should be tortured. They should have their penises inverted. Yeah, they like should you be get tortured to walk around, you should be free. Dude, but we get to invert your penis. Eye for an eye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, but then now that kind of brings me on this, this roadmap of like, you know, they're, they're just giving antidepressants. They're giving antipsychotics to these people. They're creating this, the opioid epidemic, which is like pretty clear that they did for profit or maybe for profit, but for other things, I mean, they're giving children, uh, meth basically. Oh, dude, then, Adderall, dude, they think it's fucking like normal. Like, oh, my son's got fucking doesn't focus. He doesn't like mathematics. Let's give him some meth. It's, it's like, like have you tried fuck? hitting him? Yeah. <laughs> Punch him first, I mean, do something. Yeah. Dude, they gave me that shit in high school, and like, I just sold that shit. Like, I was like, <laughs> like, get this capitalism, I, I baby. I tried it once, and I was like, fucking, my hands were all sweating. I'm like, felt like a crackhead. I'm like, what is this shit, mom? She's like, oh, you need it because of oh, <laughs> man, you need it because you don't like public school. When it comes to prescription pills, it's something like um our, the the u.s is something like five percent of the world or something like that but we consume 74 percent of prescription pills some some wild stead it's not that to that t but something around there we like the party look yeah. around us you look around i think uh the other day yesterday maybe we showed the video of uh, california and we were just drawing the comparisons of like what demon demonic possession would look like. And all these homeless people kind of fucking rolling on the floors. They're screaming, they're jerking off in the corner. And it's like, yeah. You think in tongues. Any, is there any relationship between uh, 70% of the drug usage in 5% of the population of the world? And now we have this, this is a Nephilim shit problem, man. This is like an opening of a, a gateway to these, yes. these entities. And that's what we're seeing. You know what we you just spoke about the mass dropping with uh with making gay marriage illegal, right? So now and now they're out there. But this is the biggest, this is the biggest one. It's like it's if it was just a doorway you can open and shut, we've we've essentially shoehorned it open with with this epidemic oh, yeah. of drugs. And we have and then also the legality of yeah. well, isn't there a beautiful kind of <laughs> poetry for lack of a better term right but we were just talking about how hillary's wondering where the fucking you know where gilgamesh is meanwhile while we're in the middle east and we're liberating these people we go oh what so we're dealing in like dark arts out there right and we go oh what lovely opium fields wouldn't it be a shame if somebody used them to only drive a stake further into the fabric of a society that may be the last great beacon of hope on planet earth, right? It's like America was literally, and still is in my opinion, this, um, this beacon of, of potential, you know, that was like, if we can get our way back to some sort of like, you know, God centric Christ centric version of America, we might have a chance. It might repair the family unit. It might repair the culture and fabric of society, but man, 
opioids dick down white America in a fantastic way. Well, like, I mean, the crack epidemic. Wars, like, uh, if it's the same thing the British did to the Chinese. They fucking they 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 forced them to 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 make the opium and and the Chinese were like, dude, this is stringing our people out. Like they're all strung out there. They can't fucking accomplish anything. And the British were like, we don't give a fuck. We're making a ton of money off this shit. Keep making it. And then that, that's what a whole war was fought about this shit. So and they were like, that yeah. was a good model, especially when they tried they tried the crack epidemic. Yeah, well, they didn't try the this successfully. Yeah. yeah, they did it to the black community, and then they were like, okay. That worked really well, right? Because mm-hmm. what did the crack epidemic do? It destroyed roll it the out, family unit. It out to the rest of the goyim, and there you go. Exactly, exactly. So the <laughs> we're just black next people were the guinea pigs. That's all it is. We're all yeah. fighting the same struggle. Uh, it's uh-huh. just it happened to them in the '80s, and now it's happening to white America in the early 2000s. And I mean, it's still going on, right? Fentanyl is just destroying people left and right. But oh, dude, I probably know like 20 people that are dead, like since I grew up. Like it's crazy. From where I'm from, like back home. Fucking Christ, dude! It's nuts. Yeah. Nuts. And this crazy story. Family friend, not too long ago. Um, their grandparents, they're friends of my parents, and normal people met him a bunch of times. Played dominoes with the guys and shit. They were watching their granddaughter, and uh, they just died in their bedroom. Apparently, they you know having a little fun. They got some yeah. something with some fentanyl in it, and they, they just fucking died in their bedroom. And their granddaughter was in the house for like a full day before anyone. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucking shit, horrifying, man. man. That's horrifying. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I can't help but look at all this through the lens of that, like it's Nephilim shit, because I see concerted efforts. It's like, in my opinion, none of this shit happens on accident, right? You don't have an opium epidemic while we control like 90% of the world's opium fields in Afghanistan. Like, there's no fucking way that yeah. that's an accident. And like I said, you look at what happened to the black community with the crack epidemic that was entirely um generated by our own government you know to fund the iran contra wars this is just the same shit on loop maybe that's all it was right is it's like what percentage of the medical industry is funneling those funds back into the federal government or some shit like that to fund whatever's going on in the middle east but i think it's all much more nefarious than that i think this is it's like when you watch these people and they're on their drugs and they're in hollywood and they're fucking speaking in tongues you might go this is a financial thing and this is just the the result of greed uh but isn't greed one of the seven deadly sins it's like you're feeding something much bigger than what you think if you are this isn't if just it's a financial thing i think the last four years have proved that the fucking money's fake anyway they just print this stuff guys yeah. we know that it's not real so i want it to be a financial thing because that would make things a lot easier, right? We make could make things a lot easier. Yeah. If it was a financial thing for sure. Yeah. Be clear and cut. It's the same thing though, as what Jerry Marzinski says. So if it's a financial thing, um, you're not so we had a guy on our show, Jerry Marzinski, clinical psychologist in the field for 35 years, and he ends up uh working with schizophrenia patients and decides that it's fucking demons. And one of the things that he said is like No way, really. Oh, yeah, we do yeah fascinating yeah, I, I, episode I, I, you should go and check it out yeah. he I, I, I mean he's got transcripts from his interactions with these things talking yeah, we're gonna to have him back there. on i've actually been emailing no, I, mean, him, I, so. I totally believe in exorcisms and all that kind of shit so yeah that that, that makes sense so check this out though it. what ends up happening is he says once he started feeling comfortable and he was no longer in an institutional setting because they shut down the the asylums, he went to a prison setting to deal with schizophrenia patients and i think there he had more leeway to like hey let's just 
See what see what happens if you tell them that they're actually being encroached upon by entities. And what happens is it gives them agency back. And they because otherwise it's like you can't trust your own senses to to discern what's you know what's real and what's not real. Um, and it's very demoralizing. Whereas if you tell them like, no, this is happening to you. This is real. Something's happening to you. It invigorates them. It gives them their, their agency back and it actually improves their overall health and everything. And so in that same way, we we're fighting something that we think is purely political and purely, um, financial and institutional, but in reality, the, the target is behind it. And it's much bigger. It's so big you can't even fucking see it unless you back way up and look at the whole picture. And the whole picture is this is ancient adversarial entities that fucking hate human beings that rebelled against God and that were cast out for it and have been working at our demise ever since the inception of mankind. And that is the target that you need to be aiming at because you can't fight something that you're not even fucking looking at. So while Mm -hmm. we're down here in the mud, you know, trying to fight with institutions, trying to protest against our, our, our politicians decisions or, or, you know, trying to become, uh, financially literate so that we can understand. It's like, no, you're never going to understand unless you back the fuck up and look at the bigger picture, because behind these institutions, there's a giant fucking looming dark cloud that's in the shape of a fallen entity. And you don't even realize it's what's pulling the strings. That's what the whole, the heart of all of this is is just trying to 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 tell people that that's why i think it's i don't get too down on like a dom lucre because not to bring it back to him but it's like we're all doing the same shit i don't know if he is doing it to that extent i imagine he probably is you don't dedicate that much fucking time to trying to show people what's behind the curtain if you really don't give a shit about it yeah i mean uh, unless he's got unless he's some kind of psyop like i said but i don't but I, I, he's, if he's not, he's spending hours and hours and hours and hours doing that shit. So yeah, because you you make these these really impressive threads. I have tried to. I am too retarded to type out all that shit. I'm better on the mic. It is a real task to try yeah. to create that on yeah. on Twitter. It's a labor, dude. So yeah. like as as funny I, as he I is. Try- and I, for the most part, I try to keep mine as short and simple as possible. Because we all have like the attention span of goldfish. So it's like if you can just get this person to pay attention for like one second and make them look at this image. I found images do much better than videos. Like people uh, relate to them a lot more because they they can look at it real fast. And it's like, oh, fuck, I've seen that before. And now I see it differently. So yes. it's like um, I try to keep it really simple and 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 present it to them in that way. It's an that's art form, of, though. That, that's my style. Yeah. What what you're doing is definitely an art form of like written, typed up word, and there's various forms of this. So like like I do a comedy driven art form, and that's yeah, very oh yeah, yeah, absolutely, I, yeah. And and then you have the spoken word thing. Uh, it's I don't I don't think Dom really has mastered the spoken word thing yet. He went for the journalism thing. Yeah, and he yeah. and he's nailed it. Like like breaking all the shit. It's like. Listen, these people are super talented. That's why they have a million followers and they're doing something special here. So like to shit on them on that basis is retarded. Like I don't, I don't like right. that. I see. Yeah. If, if you've garnered this much of following from your peers is like, all right, well, this person is doing something right. Like to dismiss them as this or that is stupid. Um, yeah. to, to call their content that. Billy is, is kind of <laughs> accurate. That's, that's, that's all, that's all right. up for opinion. Everyone's, everyone's entitled to an opinion. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. If you want to make fun of me, like, you know, if you're, if you're, if you're trying to accuse me of lying or saying that I'm not actually trying to like, uh, show people things that I find compelling. Well, that's a lie. That but if you make fun of me on any other marriage, like and it's like, okay. like yeah. that. when someone calls me a fat or someone's like, oh, okay, whatever. I know. But like, it's like, oh, dude, you're just a disinformation. Blow. Dude, fuck like, you. No, like, dude. We are in a culture war, bro. Like, wake the fuck up, dude. They're going to fucking turn your, your son into a fucking girl. Like, and then they're going to fuck him. And then they're going to fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you were, you were saying that um, images, you work predominantly with images, which is, I think you're right. It's like one of the things that makes your posts so great is that you are showing shit that it's going to make you, you, you can't pass by these things and not go, wait a second, what the fuck is that? Right. So it's spreading disinfo is based. Shout out to uh, JC. <laughs> so in the same way that like you see a Marina Ambramovich, right? Um, I think I'm pronouncing her last name wrong, but who gives a shit? Fuck that bitch. Uh, and you see her doing art where it's her and she's on a pile of bloody bones and those bloody bones are intermingled with baby doll parts to yeah. give this imagery of like, this is all the dismembered bodies of babies. What, what? And oh, she goes, oh, oh, just caption that like she's in charge of the children of Ukraine by joe biden i'm fucking okay can you please make that if you don't make that i'm gonna fucking make that uh if you make it i'll share it because that's exactly like that's the most potent image you can find she's sitting on a on a faux pile of baby corpses and now she's the u.s ambassador to ukraine for for chill what the fuck like when there are certain images that arose during this or that came to light during this this era of QAnon, um that were from the private collections of the Podesta brothers. And they were super dark and super alarming. It was like all of them, the nature of virtually every painting that um, not yeah. John Podesta, but his brother, Anthony Podesta. Yeah, Tony, Anthony, whatever. The f- yeah. Yeah. They were all um i just brutal. Seen a picture of one of the wives yesterday she's wearing this fucking loot like did you see the, the picture of the yes wife I, I did it was I, like i never a seen little, that one before yeah it's like Satan her necklace out of a fucking uh like what the fuck dude that's her necklace it's a red like writhing corpse of some sort or like demon inside of this little sort of cage or whatever and that's like her necklace like bitch yeah. what the fuck are you doing bro <laughs> that's the craziest shit ever and you want to want and you wonder why people think you're fucking what we think you are what we know we are she's yeah. not it's, even wondering why she's going huh they're noticing because we're yeah. that's what i mean so we're past the point of uh them thinking like so i know that if you were a conspiracy theorist for a long time some of your friends some of your family have called you crazy and like oh, yeah. they'll still associate with you, my but wife, like, yeah, your, sure. oh, your wife? <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. I mean, she's like, you ruined my childhood. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> my wife is the same thing. My wife is like, you really fucked up my teenage years. I'm like, hey, it's called waking you up, bitch. You're welcome. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. You're welcome. Look, we're at we're at this point now where like, because my wife was like unsure about what I was saying back then, but today she's kind of like even further than me in oh, some me things. Too. My wife will come to me. She's like, look, 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 and I'm like, baby, that's just you know that that's not no, that's nothing. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, I got like, go, like, yeah, you're speaking my fucking my language. You're trying to go to the bedroom. I like, bedroom, bro? I like, like, that's yeah. a, I like what you're saying, baby. Yeah. I'll give it, I'll give a quick. My wife is a nurse, so she worked in the Western medical field, and now she's like completely, uh, what do they call that? Uh, the, the other type of medicine. Yeah, dude, oh, she doesn't, oh. she doesn't really fuck with it anymore. She, but like ever since COVID and the whole thing, and I kind of woke her up to that. 
now she's it's like alternative medicine so it's like supplements and shit like that and other kind of like we we do all that stuff but it's bizarre to see that change in her but i was gonna say in the the way the world is moving where you can have a, a necklace of a demon inside of a cage and that just be out there when you're clearly a wicked person i feel like we're at a point where i don't know how much more we can do as far as the symbolism goes because you know it used to be like one eye like this oh right they know hidden hand yeah. yeah. Now it's not. They don't even care about that shit. No, I they're think tell- they're like on a full court press now, where they're like, "That's what it right. feels like." Yeah, it's like they know we need to fucking convert as many of them as fast as possible. So that's why they got Sam Smith, Little Nas X out there, just blatantly fucking just throwing Luciferian shit up up our ass. So where did like, it go? Where does it? Because uh, it feels like we're right there for something. And whatever so, this is, it's huge. Right before yeah. like these entities expose themselves, Biden's going to pass away. And rather than just like having a funeral, first, a bunch of Hasidic Jews are going to come take his body away from the podium, bring him down into the a tunnel. Incision, and they're gonna a, little bring him, a little incision. And <laughs> he's going to bleed out onto a mattress. And then suddenly his body's going to rise up and he's going to be the Jewish Messiah. I mean, yeah, it, it feels like we're coming to certainly ahead. Like something... How much more egregious can it get? Because even though that's a joke, right? We're going to fucking bring him to the Jew tunnels. Yeah. It's like, you'd really have to do something to top the, the, the fucking, the, the, the overt satanic Luciferian performances that are being, you know, uh, taking place right in front of public eye. I, I don't know what you would have to do, but it definitely feels like if there is any more ground for them to gain, it's a, like one step. And then what? Like, and then what happens? That's why when people go, I don't, I don't really, I always say it. I don't get blackpilled if it's in, if it's because we're, you know, the idea that we're in the end times, I look at things and I go, this makes a lot of sense, biblically, uh, prophecy speaking, but that doesn't bum me out because I go, okay, this whole spiritual warfare thing is very real, uh, which means God is very real. And so that's super cool to me. Um, but I, I think that that's where it goes. It's like we're hitting that, right? We always talk about it. It's like things will be um, as they were in the days of Noah. And thanks to a lot of sort of conspiracy through the biblical lens characters, uh, Michael Heiser, Gary Wayne, L.A. Marzulli, Laura, Dr. Laura Sanger. There is, you know, shows like Tony Merkel's show, um, <clears throat> the Blurry Creatures guys. There's a lot of this information that's that's coming to a head that suggests that what the days of Noah actually looked like were overt entities. <laughs> like that is what the days of Noah were. There were fallen and there were the Nephilim. They were operating very much in the view of the average person and that the world that they existed in back then in the days of Noah was much more obvious. We're in a very subversive world where things that are operating be like, behind you know, the, the scenes. The same thing is like a, the reptilian uh aspect to it like some people are right is he a reptilian like no he's not actual reptile but like yes in what you just like well there's the 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 race of the angels that were called the seraphim which a lot of people have interpreted texts that suggest that the seraphim were um serpentine like feathered serpents in nature and that they also had shape-shifting abilities. And you go to like Quetzalcoatl, right? Yeah. Uh, the the plume serpent, the flying serpent of uh, of Mexican law. I think it's Mexican um, uh, mythology. Uh, I think that it's very likely that even the idea of reptilians has a 
biblical basis that connect, you can find a very yeah, compelling. Connect, yes. uh, maybe it's just worded differently, you know? Right, right. A descriptives like are a little bit. Religions. Yeah. Right. And so I think that, you know, top to kind of answer your question, it's like, it's, it's like, that's where it goes. Maybe we get one more step of totally in your fucking face, uh, Luciferianism where the, the, the mask is, the burqa is fully fucking removed and you go, Oh, okay. It's on. I believe we're already there because I think if you're really paying attention, you can see this is spiritual warfare. You can see that there's a, uh, and, and, you know, a supernatural aspect to, to, to the, to the realm that we exist in. Um, but maybe there is one last push and I, I hate to be the, I, I don't know what's going to happen because I do feel like there are certain people you won't ever wake up. I don't oh, know what absolutely. that looks like. I don't know what, what it looks like when the burke is pulled off and it's a reptilian fucking seraphim, uh, fallen angel. And it's all, all the cards are laid out on the table and there's still people that go like, uh, uh-uh. like, crazy. I wonder what that looks like. Yeah. Yeah, I feel bad for those people, man. Fuck. What I mean, do you what do you think Trump what do you think Trump plays into this? Because a lot of that feels like it's like 2024. It feels like all this shit that's been happening since at least 2016 has been aiming at 2024. We have the 2030 agenda that they're supposed to do whatever they're supposed to do, but yeah. it, it just feels sooner. What do you what do you think about that? Like Trump's role in whatever's whatever's coming here? Man, I want to believe that he's, like, going to save us, but I don't know. (laughs) It doesn't seem like that's going to be the case. Um, I I think it's a much better option to have him in there compared to anybody else. Um, Like we said, like, there's there's people behind the scenes pulling all the fucking strings. Can we get Trump in there to maybe disrupt shit for a little while? Like, yeah, I think that's probably our best bet and and – to, to slow down this fucking cultural degenerate degenerative bullshit that we're seeing. Um, I think Trump's our best bet for that. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not a huge Trump dude. I, I, I've, the way they're going after him though, is just kind of tells you everything you kind of need to know. Like they don't want him anywhere near anything of, of any sort of power. So if all my enemies hate him, then it seems like somebody to get behind. <laughs> it's it's at points it feels like they're. But is it a show? Yeah, yeah that's what it, it feels like they're doing it on purpose because the the storyline has gotten so clownish around this guy. Not not him, you know. They would call him a clown and the buffoon and all this, but like I mean, they're accusing him of sexual assault over and over again. The impeachments, the you know, the January sixth thing. Even though we have video, like your your co-host is just walking through. Like we know what this is and it's, it's almost like, so they made him into something that he's not a Russia gate thing in order to what, like, like to give him something that he needs, you know, like, because if, if the narrative completely switches around and Trump comes in and fixes everything, because it's not that hard to fix, like put some of these pedophiles in jail, um, stop letting them print money unfettered and things, you know, ease tensions where we're having war all over the world. We're having war right now in Iraq again, for a fucking reason. Put the razor um, wire up. Yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. Close the border. These are simple things. You can go in there first day and do a couple of these things and the yeah. American people will feel the ease. You'll feel the tension come off people, you know? And it's, it's like, it feels like it's being done on purpose. That tension's being applied for then a nice release. And is, is the release Trump? Like, I don't want to be fooled. I'm, I'm going to vote for him too. 
because yeah. obviously no one likes no other this. better options. There's just nothing else that presents itself. I mean, the the we know what Biden's about. You know, we know what his agenda is. Um, and and I know I had more money in my pocket when Trump was in office. That's I mean the bottom line. I mean for a lot of people, unfortunately, you know, I mean we got to live. Yeah, right. So. I see that same thing where it 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 is easy to fix, and I just see like this kind of red carpet being rolled out for him to be the guy to and it's like of course i want the border patched up and the wars to stop i want the economy to improve i want all these things and it very much seems like out of everybody he's the guy to do it it also feels like there's a sort of maybe romance the right word not to cut you off but like play devil's advocate you got operation warp speed right like that shit even my mind that shit like i there's an interesting way to to justify that. And I'm not saying that this is a legitimate justification because in my opinion, politics on the highest levels is theater. Um, but if you were to give him a break, it would be they meant to roll all of that out much slower. It's like the analogy mm-hmm. of the frog in the pot or the metaphor of the frog in the pot. You want to turn the water the warmth up slowly so that the frog doesn't jump out of the pot operation warp speed like fast tracks us down this vaccine all the way to vaccine passports by the time we got to vaccine passports people were freaking the fuck out and that thing fell flat on its face now there's an argument to be made that maybe the reason that it fell flat on its face is because it all happened too fast if it happened slower maybe we would have been you know uh more receptive to it but you know, I just said I'm much more of an advocate of politics at the highest levels being um, being a story, being a, a, a you know a stage, it it's theater. Yeah, and so, is. when I look it's, at the way things are being set up for him, it's like he's being he's given this like underhanded pitch right now, and he could be the guy to come out and just crush it and knock it out of the park. And I go, well, that's too theatrical for me. This feels like a fucking comeback story, a well-written, really compelling comeback story. You Against know? the odds. Be- America loves Rocky, right? And yeah, you're making yeah. it, they're going to make it so that like you can't even vote for this motherfucker in some states. I mean, it's painted. Be- like you're going to feel if you're in Colorado, I don't know. I think they might have reversed it. But if you're in Colorado and like I wrote Trump in, like I feel like the fucking man, like I'm, I'm against the government. I am. Yeah. It's a fuck you in the face. But it's like, is it really? Or is it this is just really, like, I know, are we all being played? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then it, you got to give it, it up. You go, it's, it's a mind of, fuck that we can only figure out day by day. You know what I mean? Like, that's it, by, yeah. it's just letting them show us their cards and, and we dissect it and, and we've kind of can figure it out that way. That's the best way to, to go about it. But like, as far as having him in the office, he's going to slow down the culture war at least. I mean, that's like one of the benefits that yeah i think will be cool i don't think he slows it down i think he he completely stops it and wins yeah i the way i see from and this sounds crazy but i'm a conspiracy theorist if he comes in he eases a lot of these tensions in uh i mean just monetary tensions that's really all you got to do if peanut butter is not eight dollars he can almost completely flip the culture completely feel like we've like mtv culture remember how that was in the 90s not that long ago guys we were all alive yeah, that can come back and it can come back swinging hard. But when yeah. that comes back swinging hard, it makes me worried because he's going to be celebrated by people like me for like making America great again. 
And if he celebrated, even the other people, those people in the middle, the ones that are like, oh, you know, pronouns and shit, they don't mean it. They go which way the culture says. Yeah. You know, so you'll have 80% of the culture on that on that right side, the side that we're talking, where we're talking about the truth. We're saying what we want. You know, we're, we're doing crazy stuff. 90s culture. And then you start praising this guy. We already have a, a section of people that praise him right now, which is a little disturbing. Yeah. We have him with the Nephilim hands praying in the church. Very I disturbing. Mean, we got stuff. him touching the Jewish wall. I mean, we had that they, shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, so it's hard to fucking say, yeah, this is the dude. It's really I think hard. what Top's saying though is is really like you can get the other half to really, really like him. Because as much as this yeah. is a comeback story, we're also probably going to get like the anti-hero story. And those yeah. are two archetypes that motherfuckers just love, dude. And yeah. like yeah. that that freaks me out a little bit. I'm like, what happens then? When Think about who loves is- it too. It's it's these fucking, it's the people that wear the Disney shirts and the Disney hats at Disney. And they're, you know, they're going to the Star Wars thing. Or they're going to check out the fucking, uh, I don't know, the Gardens of the Galaxy ride. And I'll wait seven hours because I don't have shit to do. Those are those people are technically like left leaning. They are primed for that story because that's a story that keeps being told to them. They they don't have any concept of what actual reality is because they live in this fabricated fantasy where they expect that. And they're about to get that shit. Yeah. Yeah. No, that is a great point. I never thought of it from that perspective. Yeah, I think about it from that perspective too much, probably. <laughs> and, uh, and, and I don't know what to name it. I hope the motherfucker comes in and I hope everything gets quelled. And But I just look at, I, I can't remove the spiritual aspect from all this. I think what we're going to see is we're going to see this motherfucker have like the craziest redemption arc. We're going to be like, it's going to be tight for a little bit. But I think the backdrop is going to be like, hey, there's been a really substantial uptick in like supernatural events like a really big one like you know how the alien thing is in the background right now it's constantly like poking its head up it's like fucking aliens bitch that's gonna be like really on to a large degree in my opinion they're not fucking aliens they are the fallen in the nephilim and creations of the former mentioned uh and they're rebranded as aliens because you know if we knew that they were fucking our ancient adversaries we'd be like no they don't care about whether or not we destroy the planet in mutually assured nuclear destruction uh they actually want to fuck our kids and invert their penises so (laughs) i think we're going to see that we're going to see trump taking the stage crushing the memes are going to be great the content's going to be amazing we're going to have like huge smiles on our face it's going to be chill but also psychopaths like us are going to be like fucking let me just but what about the cut in here yeah did you fucking see that checkerboard are you standing behind that (laughs) (laughs) hold on hold on hold on hold on (laughs) let's pump the brakes (laughs) are you are you familiar with like la marzuli no no okay because you're in a very you're in a you're in a more uh what's it called it like a the, the type of conspiracy that you're you're focused on is like more geopolitical, political, and people need to see this shit. But um, the thing that uh, L.A. Marzulli is doing now, he's he's a Nephilim I'm, expert. I'm the softcore guy, man. <laughs> well, like, we're about to fucking radicalize you. So listen to this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. I bring people into the hardcore. <laughs> Dude, I would love to see a thread about what I'm about to drop on your head right now because there are Please. the overlap is is stunning. Um. He he's uh he's interviewed UFO uh, pe- people that have been abducted and he's documenting this uh, phenomenon of the woman being becoming impregnated after being abducted being abducted 
and then having a normal pregnancy and then one day pregnancy gone. And there's actually like written and printed out, you know, uh, evidence that these women were pregnant. They have GYN, you know, they have pictures, sonograms and shit, and then no baby. Not that the baby's dead, not that it's an ectopic pregnancy, just no baby. And no signs of there ever having been a baby, nothing. Yeah, so he... Uh, like, what? <laughs> well, he thinks that, like, so a lot of these people have, they, they get abducted since a child, like from a child, and sure. just continue to get abducted as, yeah, as oh, if it's yeah. normal. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, are you guys familiar with, like, Coast to Coast? Like, did you ever listen yeah. to oh, those yeah. back in the... Yeah. That's what got me originally into all this stuff, like, what, listen Fuck to that yeah, stuff. well, time to like, get back to your roots then, dude. Yeah, like, five <laughs> or six years old. Um, but, yeah, you hear about those stories on there all the time. I just started listening to those every night, um, like, the old ones from, like, 97 and shit. Like, I'll put one on me when I'm going to bed. And, uh, yeah, he talks about that kind of shit all the time, yeah. So L.A. is saying he's painting this picture of uh, this final battle, right? Because if, if you believe in, you know, end time prophecies, that's coming. It's a final spiritual battle, God versus everything else. Sure. And he's saying that they're creating an army. And it, yeah, they're doing it in multiple ways. You're doing it with uh, the medications that we were talking about, right? We're yeah. opening up people's minds to schizophrenia and different kind of portals and to, to different entities. So that's one section of this army. And that's very physical. The other section here is like, they're taking babies and they're doing God knows what they're, they're cultivating them in a woman, because I guess there's some kind of breeding issue and then they're taking them. And, and what it's are they the doing? Raising them? It's the same thing that we just talked about where the fallen are mating with the daughters of man and giving birth to the Nephilim and giving birth to these, like, you know, these, these same different shit. entities. It's the same fucking game but since the in, dawn of time. In Zorro Ranch, like we said earlier in the yeah. episode, what were they doing with those kids? Yeah, I mean, splicing oh DNAs God. and who, I mean, who got, I mean, got only, probably like mixing them with like DNAs of animals, like probably horrific experiments that we could fucking never even wrap our heads around. Dude, it's they have no them to the other That's, side. That's old Nephilim shit, dude. This has been going on since the beginning of time. This is what this is what I think cryptids are like. That shit right behind your head there, your little the, the little Bigfoot, um, the little Bigfoot, little Bigfoot statue you got back uh, there. That's like Nephilim shit, man. That's like a that's yeah. a crossover of something and uh and and a woman, and it's here. It's interdimensional. We've got dog men. We've got all kinds of shit. Yeah, all around I'm, military I'm, bases. Even that kind of stuff. Yeah, for sure, man. For That's sure. what I think. I don't think you get cryptids. The 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 source of all these things are these entities fucking around. That's what it all is. It's like everything. That's why I said it's it's all Nephilim shit. It all traces back to all this weird corruption. Traces back to them intermingling with mankind, subverting mankind because they fucking hate us. And now when Top is talking about this coming, you know, end times prophecy, this war, now. Through that lens, Nephilim Death Squad makes a lot of sense. It does. Yeah. 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 You guys are hunting them. <laughs> <laughs> actually, check us out. We're going to be dropping a broadsword soon. Uh, we're we're actually doing some stuff, uh, and we're we're going to be dropping some other cool merch. Like we've got a, uh, I've got the brand coming for our logo, the little skulls in the background. You see there, it's going to be on a shepherd sling. So we're gonna try to make an entire line of weaponry against <laughs> Nephilim and see if crazy Top, people buy it. the video that I sent you? I don't know if you watch it. I sent you a video. I have a prototype broadsword. I, I work um, 
this is for the audience. I work in a fabrication, uh, uh, you know, we, we make all kinds of shit out of metal. I'm a welder, but I'm also a fabricator. Um, I'm going to see about basically the cost of material and whether or not we can, how many swords we can fit in a sheet of steel, essentially. And we're going to get the ball. <laughs> so go. guys, the broadsword is coming. We are working on it. The wheels are turning. And also, uh, I imagine before that, we're probably going to get the the slings because that's a much easier uh, production. Fuck yeah, I want to put a sword right up there, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know what's there. crazy? Is how many of these dangerous retards are into the sword like a lot of people are i thought it was going to be a hard market dude i was like I no nah, dude i mean think about it sword. though like someone breaks into your house dude it's just on the wall you can grab it real fast fucking, fucking. broadsword yeah. imagine Absolutely. getting killed by a nephilim death squad broadsword you'd be like oh jesus christ what's this logo <laughs> what's this logo like florida right. man kills <laughs> Um, I, we got to put a pin in it cause I got to go see my grandma. She's, uh, Hispanic and angry cause I never see her. I know my wife's waiting outside the door. Uh, Dave, one more time, tell everybody, uh, where they can find you, the name of your Twitter and things of that nature. Sure. Um, if you want to find me at return of Cappy on X, um, and also at we want answers, those are the kind of like the two pages I'm running right now. Um, we want answers.us is going to have like all of my content on there as far as, um, interviews and spaces and stuff like that, that I've done. Um, and there's going to be uh, a lot more of that stuff coming in the near future. Um, Sunday night, if you guys want to tune in, um, nine 30, we're going to be doing that space with Megan Walsh. Like I uh, alluded to earlier, we're going to, um, yeah, get it. That should be an interesting one. Very no. cool. Fucking narc on yeah. your dad, bro. Yeah. Um, <laughs> guys, I just want to mention we did the the rife raffle giveaway. Oh yeah, let me let me take care of that. I'll just I'll wrap it up real quick because I'm gonna play the ad before we get out of here. But we well, did the did rife you, raffle. Are you gonna tell them who got it? Oh no no. Well yeah, I'll tell you about who got it. So we we raffled off a it's a fifty five hundred dollar real rife uh, frequency okay, healing. I saw this thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, a woman named Cheryl, I won't disclose the rest of her details. She got it. Her son, six years old, has, I think, cerebral palsy. He's got cerebral he's, palsy. He's fucking quadriplegic. And, yeah. he, and he's got chronic respiratory uh, disease. Like, dude, that's yeah, fucking, so, I mean, not that that's beautiful, but it's so beautiful that that's yeah. the person that got the product. Like, I'm so Absolutely. fucking happy about that's, that. Uh, yeah, it's, that's awesome. Yeah, this shouldn't have happened. Like, we, we just shouldn't. We shouldn't have even met me and David. We shouldn't be doing this show. Rife shouldn't have gave us that machine to auction off. Dude, and, everything did, but, and it got to this lady. I'm just like, I'm very happy with that. If, you know, if nothing else comes to the show, that's fucking cool. But uh, this month, our other sponsors, I'll play the ad for them. Uh, Purge Suddenly, they're going to be giving away uh, a kit for a uh, uh, parasite detox. And I have it real quick. I can say the name of it. It's a triple pack of purge and the digestimes. So in other words, the product that you would use to get your gut biome. So a triple pack of the parasite purge product and the, uh, the gut biome, uh, uh, product that they have. Yeah. And it's basically the same thing. Uh, shirt from top either a Nephilim desk watch shirt or, uh, or a top lobster shirt, and you'll be eligible for, to, to win this. So, Guys, go out there, get it. If not, if you don't win, you get a cool shirt. But uh, I'm glad we could help Cheryl. And, yo, thank you for coming on, man. 
Yeah, yes, dude. Thanks for having me, guys. This was a lot of fun, man. This was cool. It was. It was a dope ass conversation, man. I'm glad Absolutely. that you uh, you're able to make some time for us. I'm glad we Absolutely. were able to make this happen too after the tech issues. So yeah, no, no. no. In the future, right, let's do something again. Hell yeah! For All sure. right, man. We'll see you later, guys. All right, guys. Peace out. Today's episode is brought to you by PurgeSuddenly.com. Uh, in an era where you could make a very compelling argument that the Western medical industry has failed us every which way, there has never been a more imperative time to take your health into your own hands. One of the things that you can do is go to PurgeSuddenly.com and pick yourself up parasite cleansing uh, products. Parasite cleansing is actually something that people in other countries do on a regular basis. And it's something that here uh, in the West, we really don't do at all. And it turns out that uh, a plethora of ailments that we all suffer from on a regular basis may actually be being caused by parasites, including uh, some forms of cancer. And so uh, doing a parasite cleanse is something that I would recommend to everybody. I know I'm actually waiting on my product uh, to show up right now. And uh, these are just something that the medical industry is totally overlooked in America. And it's it's really, uh, like I said, something that we should be taking very seriously. It is something that other countries take very seriously. And it's actually something that uh, Top has some experience with, right? Well, actually, David, um, a lot of America does have experience with this. Rural America specifically, it's uh, it's suggested like twice a year if you're living on rural farmland around different animals, around if you're growing your own food to do these kind of parasite cleanses because that's originally where you're going to get this stuff in your gut. It comes from the fruits and the vegetables that you eat. It's, it's just naturally occurring. This, this stuff here is going to have you purged in a week. So you're going to want to go pick this up. They have great digestive enzymes that really do get in there. You'll be pooping, <laughs> you'll be pooping out these, these worms like no tomorrow. When you're at checkout, use promo code Nephilim and it's going to get you 10% off uh, of any and all products on PurgeSuddenly.com. That is promo code Nephilim, N-E-P-H-I-L-I-M at checkout for 10% off. Get back to the greatest hypnotist on planet Earth is a oblong box in the corner of the room. It is constantly telling us what to believe is real. You can persuade them that what they see with their eyes is what there is to see. Because they'll laugh in the face of an explanation that portrays the bigger picture of what's happening. And they have.